everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. He's Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, coming to you from Memorial Stadium, where the Huskers wrapped up their 11th practice of fall camp, and defensive coordinator Tony White, linebacker coach Rob Dvorak, and then the three Bs, killer Bs, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> triple Bs of Chief Borders, John Bullock and Jamari Butler, all linebackers, uh, were available to the media afterward. Um, Greg, I'll just let you kind of kick it off here with Tony White. I mean, he was up there for quite a while talking. What was one thing that stood out above, above anything else? Yeah, I think the big thing for me was that all of the talk about creativity and confusion um, with the defense. We, we've heard some talk from the offensive line. I think this started with, I think it was Ben Scott saying yep. that this defense will be kind of the most complex that they see this year based on that 3-3-5 three, 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 stack um, that Tony White runs and how much confusion they can create at the line of scrimmage particularly. We were able to ask Tony White about that today um, and he was very good about that. I think that he did a good job in kind of tamping back a little bit to say mm -hmm. it's not just confusion for confusion's sake like everything has a purpose but also as we're doing this and kind of learning the team through fall camp we have to find out how to put guys in the best position to succeed so that we can maximize each play and make that confusion work for something yeah and it, it kind of struck a chord with me from february when uh we had by then talked to i think all the defensive coaches and defensive coordinator um and i dubbed it versatile chaos because that's they didn't say they would talk about the versatility they would talk about how we want to cause chaos it's like all right versatile chaos because they have a bunch of sort of moving pieces right. along that defense where we talked about it mm -hmm. um, before Marcus Satterfield positionless offense right. seems like sort of positionless defense on the other side of the ball in this three uh, three three five um, but chaos confusion and aggressiveness is one yeah. thing that stood out um, to me, um, Jamari Butler is one, I, one guy I wanted to spotlight because I was over there, um, caught him uh, for a little bit, and he said, he, he called this a run-first defense. He said okay. it's, a, it's a run stopper. Um, that's what he sees it as, and he talked about that aggressiveness and that chaos that they want to uh, kind of create, too, because I asked him, all right, so he is working as mainly the jack, but... He said in the spring he's more all over right. until now they're settling on the jack but he you say he loves it because he's able to be aggressive and not just a pass rusher he's able to um, be a pass rusher and a linebacker so they're moving guys around but chief borders and uh, himself are, are both working mainly as Jacks now. Yeah, and Chief Borders also mentioned kind of that versatility is another guy that started off, I want to say in the spring, he played a little bit more inside, um, and he said that he's mostly working at the Jack, but you know, he said, we're all for the team though. He'll do anything that the coaches want him to do, um, which is music to the coaching staff's ears, but he's primarily working at that Jack spot right now. But he talked about the versatility, buzzword of the day, mm -hmm. of that particular position, right? And how you kind of get to do a little bit of everything. You kind of drop off in coverage, you can disguise, be part of the disguising and coverage you can rush from either side of the field um, he was really excited about that it feels like every time we talk about a talk to a guy that's working at that jack spot they're like light up about that and I know the same thing happens with recruits you know talk of Willis mm -hmm. McGee the fourth yep. like he did the exact same thing talking about the potential of playing in that jack role in the future and I think as we've kind of talked about from the beginning that's going to be a spot that's like not only a spotlight of the defense it's going to be something that they can recruit to um, that's going to be really good as well yeah, it's a glamorous position, oh, yeah. which you wouldn't necessarily think of when you're thinking about linebackers necessarily. Yeah. Think uh, running backs, cornerbacks, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, defensive end, but Jack linebackers sort of emerging as one of those right. sort of glamour positions. And Rob Dvorak had talked about that before, especially in the spring. Like, mm -hmm. it's a fun position to play, and it's 
fun position. I don't, I don't know if you say it's a fun position to recruit, but I mean, it probably is. Yeah. It wouldn't be surprising if that was like one of the ones that you, the coaches get more excited about to detail to the uh, to their recruits about, hey, this is what we see for you because of how much havoc it can create. And again, on Chief Borders, that's right. Um, in the spring, we were like six, seven, eight practices mm -hmm. deep when MJ Sherman spoke for the first time. And he, he talked about who was all lining up or who's all repping at Jack. And it was him, Jamari Butler, um, Grant Buddha, Maverick Noonan, and Corver Dema, but Chief Borders name was not mentioned. Right. So that's why today um, brought up, I brought up Chief Borders with Jamari Butler asking him and he said he confirmed, yeah, M or, uh, Chief was not repping at Jack in the spring. Now he is. And he said, I think Chief's a full-time Jack now. So that's sort of when Chief Borders first arrived uh, from Florida and then his first press conference, I think it was in January. Yeah, he was one of the early yeah, guys that talked. him and Fedoni that day that mm -hmm. they both talked uh, about winter conditioning, right. um, those teams they put together. That was sort of the uh, what I think a lot of us envision. I think it's something that he sort of envisioned for himself. He was always, I'll do whatever right. is asked of me or what they need, but I think now playing up against, playing up toward the line of scrimmage as a potential edge rusher, playing back, and um, some of those things that come with it, it sounds like that's now the role that he's going to be fitting into. Right, and then also makes me think about if he's more in that role, what's happening at that inside linebacker position yep. in perfect timing. We got to talk to John Bullock today, um, who's kind of been, I don't know, I want to call him a star of fall camp, but he's been a guy that has just been mentioned a lot, right, by a lot of different coaches um, as a guy who's going to be someone that plays a lot. Um, and it was interesting kind of hear him detail what he's thought about that, but then also kind of his rise. Um, also, um, I Chief Borders also gave him a shout out and talked about how much of a grinder he is. He said he ran into one of his old high school coaches yeah, and he talked yeah. about how, how much of a hard worker he was. So it's really interesting to hear those guys talk about each other as they've been rising through the ranks as well. I mean, Bullock was wearing today, he had a little, he had his two fingers taped up and there you'd see that there was like, had been bleeding. You still see the redness of the blood while he's just going up there. Right yeah, that's there. what I'm saying. That's, that's, what I, mm. that's what I wanted to mention is now, I mean, Bullock, he, this, he's going to his fifth year, correct? Yeah. As a former walk-on. Either, I think it's either fifth or sixth year out of uh, out of Omaha, and I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I can pretty certainly say that he probably didn't have any media interviews yeah, throughout his career <laughs> yeah. until the spring when he started emerging. And then he was up there a second time. He's been on Husker Radio Network, so it's uh, he's been sort of sprung into the spotlight, and he looks like a guy. I say this all the time, like uh, he's definitely more comfortable up there now than he was, but he just seems like a guy who's just like. Man, I just want to like play with anonymity. Like I will, I would be perfectly fine if I just went out there. I don't even have to wear a number or have a name on the back <laughs> right. of my jersey. I, let let me just go hit people. And I feel like him and Dvorak are kind of, um, kind of a good match. I don't want to say made for each other and be overly dramatic about it, but I think they're a good match because they both seem just to be sort of no nonsense, like yeah. off the field, especially and like tunnel vision in a good way, like to be able to focus up on this, the job at hand. Mm -hmm. And then Dvorak, he's an intense coach on the field, is what Jamari Butler was saying. Um, and then Bullock is intense. I don't know if he's like a rah-rah guy, but he <laughs> right. plays intense yeah, for sure. if you watch him on the field. So I think they're kind of made 
in the same same mold. Yeah, and, and Tony White, going back to him real quick, he mentioned Rob Dvorak and the type of coach that he is um, because you know, it came up that you know he was labeled to a thirty uh, under thirty kind of deal. That's right. And he and Tony White, because these guys pay attention to everything, he he mentioned that um, and said that you know the thing that separates Coach Rob, he said, is that his attention to detail, especially for being a really young coach, um, he's definitely a guy that has an eye for detail and has a high standard. Um, so he's going to hold guys accountable, and they they seem to rally around him. Like you, you talk to those linebackers, like you said, Jamari Butler had good praise for him today as well. They seem to really like him and get along with him as well. Yep, so we had five people available today. We'll have one tomorrow with Matt Rule talking um, after the Huskers' 12th practice. I think there's going to be more of a scrimmage tomorrow. I think they're going to hold their second so. uh, scrimmage-style practice. Um, so we'll have more on that tomorrow at the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel and on Inside Nebraska. And obviously, as always, we'll have, uh, we have some stuff up right now on our site about today about Tony White, Rob Dvorak and the linebackers who spoke so you can check that out at InsideNebraska.com where we'll be having uh, content all throughout today and over the weekend. So be sure to check that out. For Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter and we'll catch you guys again next time.